You're about to listen to Meet Mediocrity, Episode 8. In this episode, you'll hear from me, Mediocre Mitch, reflecting on the first five weeks of Meet Mediocrity. But before I get started, a quick comment about current events. Lots of people are rightfully nervous about the coronavirus, including me. I, for one, am trying to heed all of the advice around social distancing, hygiene, travel, It all just makes good sense. And while I'm hoping and praying that the virus passes quickly and with minimal harm, I'm also practicing personal wellness. If I, if if we can come out of this public health crisis a little more healthy and a little more well than when this whole thing started, that would just be a great thing. So in this episode, I'll be talking about online communities and how we can use them to keep ourselves encouraged, even in challenging times like today. Maybe we can use Meet Mediocrity, even just a little bit, to keep ourselves a little more mentally and physically healthy during this challenging time. So, let's get started. Hello, hello. This is Mediocre Mitch, and welcome to Meet Mediocrity. This is podcast episode eight. Our Meet Mediocrity community is one that seeks personal wellness, is looking for new wellness opportunities, and is looking to learn more about the activities that we are participating in today. Our community is meant to be an encouraging one, one where meeting mediocrity is not considered a bad thing, It's considered, hopefully, a stepping stone, a springboard, something that gets us to a state that's even better than mediocre, hopefully much better than mediocre. But it all starts with meeting mediocrity, because meeting mediocrity is far better than embracing quitting. So here we go. Our Meet Mediocrity podcast and community are about a month and a half old. I think it's five weeks. So I was taking my dogs, Molly and Maggie, for a long walk this, this evening, last, last evening actually, Thursday night, March 12th. The girls were happy and they were walking at a peaceful pace. They were oblivious to the world around us. They weren't at all worried about coronavirus, COVID-19. They were not at all disappointed at March Madness, the NBA, Broadway shows, and many other aspects of our lives were being put on hold for very serious reasons. This was an unusual and peaceful walk, because Molly and Maggie are usually pulling me here and there and chasing a scent. When they do that, it makes trying to carry a cup of coffee or a water bottle while walking them an Olympic event, but not last night. It was a peaceful stroll that I... it It was a peaceful stroll, and during that peaceful stroll... I started to reflect on meat mediocrity. Given I'm five weeks into this adventure and there's a lot of stuff going on. So far, I've gotten a few podcast listeners, a few social media followers, and some feedback, mostly good feedback. But now, with virus concerns and drastic measures all around us, it feels a little weird to record podcasts about fitness training, healthy eating, reading books, doing puzzles. So my first reaction when I woke up yesterday morning, Thursday morning, 
was to stop posting on social media, stop recording podcasts, and get on with worrying about the world around me. And honestly, given, given how fluid everything is, I still may end up doing all that. But last night's walk with Molly and Maggie had motivated me to record this podcast, at least to post and at least to post a couple of more things on social media, as you saw I started doing again last night after my walk. So I want to cover a few things that entered my head last night during my walk with Molly and Maggie. Let me start with the obvious disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a fitness expert. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm just mediocre Mitch. And yes, I'm anxious about the virus and uncertainty that comes with it, but I'm using some common sense things that I've read and heard from others to help me cope. And I'm hoping that some of this could be useful to you guys. So let me start from the start. Everyone has something, everyone has someone that needs them to be strong in stressful times. Parents, your kids need you. If you're in a relationship, your significant other needs you. Do you have friends? They need you. Do you have older parents or older family members? They need you. So how do you be strong? First and foremost, be healthy. What can you do to be healthy? Well, I'm not going to get into the Center for Disease Control and World Health Organization's guidelines for travel, social distancing, and hygiene. You can read all that yourselves elsewhere. But here are some things that I'm trying to do, and I've been focused on it kind of for the past week and a half or two weeks since this all kind of started hitting the headlines. And I'm going to try to stay determined to keep doing these things. Number one, by the way, there's six in my list here. I jotted down. Number one, eat a balanced and healthy diet loaded with nutrient-rich foods. Should do that all the time, but definitely in stressful times. Number two, exercise. So my first big goal of 2020, and I mentioned this in an earlier podcast, was doing the Grand Fondo New York bike race, 100-mile bike ride up Bear Mountain, already canceled. So I'm modifying, I'm modifying my training from ramping up for the big ride in May to keep the engine running and building a solid base of fitness. For me, that means training regularly, but maybe a little bit less intense than I might have been if I was training for a big event like the Grand Fondo. But for you, it could be anything. Take a walk. Go for a bike ride. Take a jog or a jog-walk-jog. Do whatever you need to do to exercise during stressful times. Number three, fresh air. Get outside and get fresh air. It really does make you feel better. You can still avoid crowds and you can still maintain your social distancing. Fresh air clears my head. And that is why last night's walk with Molly and Maggie was so productive. Number four, read a book or do a puzzle. For me, keeping my mind occupied and active on things other than what the news is telling me helps keep my mind sharp, active, and a bit more positive. Number five, practice mindfulness. 
If you listen to my earlier podcast with Dr. Jennifer Burns, you'll remember that recognizing your breath and being mindful is a great way to calm your nervous system and get your anxiety under control. Just to be clear, I am doing this far more often since my conversation with Jen than I did before, and it's helping. Number six, and the last one on my list, is get some sleep. I am not an expert in how to fall asleep, especially when I'm consumed with worry or anxiety or just overthinking. But the best way that I know to get myself to sleep is to tire myself out physically, which goes back to one of my earlier points. Take that long walk, do a little exercise, and if you do it, if you do it before you go to bed, getting that workout in or whatever, it will probably help you sleep a little better. So look, this health crisis is awful. It's just plain awful. And there's nothing here to take lightly. But I'm, I'm, I for one am going to do my best to make lemonade out of very sour bunches of lemons at this point in time. By focusing on my overall wellness, and God willing, I, and hopefully all of us, can come out of this crisis in a better overall wellness place than when we even started. So this brings me to my next point that I was thinking about. Molly and Maggie were walking, they were sniffing fire hydrants, barking at the mini golden doodle around the corner from us. They were peeing, they were pooping, and I continued to think. The other thing I was thinking about was how I could help make Meet Mediocrity, the online community and podcast, helpful during kind of a time of concern. And so I started thinking about great online communities that I've had you know, experience with and how they've helped me and how they've helped others deal with challenges. So when I think about successful online communities, I think about those communities where people engage each other, ask questions, share ideas, share experiences, help each other. So with that in mind, I want to highlight a few communities. Actually, I think I'm going to highlight four online communities that I participate in and that I admire because they've achieved many of the attributes that I think make a great community and they help me a lot. So I'm going to give a shout out to these communities, frankly, to give them and show them a little respect. And there are certain attributes from those communities I'm going to bake into or try to bake into Meet Mediocrity. Look, imitation is the greatest form of flattery, so I'm hoping people involved with these communities take pride in the fact that I admire them. So here we go. Four highly admired by Mediocre Mitch online communities. So community number one is the Mineola Bicycle Club. I've mentioned the Bicycle Club, my Bicycle Club, on earlier episodes. Here's the deal. The club was formed in connection with the Mineola Bicycle Fitness and Mower Shop, The bicycle club that that shop helped form has become really an inviting, warm, and large, quite large community. We have cyclists of all skill levels, racers, mountain bikers, road cyclists, middle-aged men in Lycra, you get the gist, even beginners. The beautiful thing about this community is we all accept 
and respect each other's skills and interests, and we support each other on the road, on the trails, and on Facebook. Even today, I was well, it was actually yesterday um, in, the, in the afternoon, a group of my fellow riding friends caught me up on Instant Messenger to ask if we wanted to get together for a ride on Saturday morning. <laughs> You know, and, and, and the, the interaction went something like this. No touching, no kissing, but an easy bike ride to be with friends, get fresh air, and clear our heads. It wasn't a let's get fit ride. It wasn't a let's, you know, pound for the hardest, you know, power and the fastest speed. It was let's get out there for each other. And that, in my mind, is what community is all about. Okay, community number two. It's called the Pathetic Triathletes Group, and it's a Facebook group. As far as I know, it's simply a Facebook group. And it's a bunch of triathletes that simply don't take themselves too seriously, which I really like. And as you can tell by the name, Pathetic Triathletes. Anyway, the thing I found amazing about this group, and you have to realize, like I maybe know three people, maybe three or four people in this group out of the thousands that are part of this group. And the thing I like about this group is how they all freely express opinions, pose questions to each other, share insights with each other, and make personal connections, all in a very respectful way. And given all of the recent concerns about the coronavirus, you know, people are concerned about working out in groups, people are concerned about whether or not races will be canceled, people are concerned whether or not it's safe to swim in swimming pools with other people. And I've just seen the group communicate with each other in a caring, respectful, and informative manner, sharing information that they have with each other. And for those people training alone, having a community that helps kind of close the gap, share information, and be there for each other, even online, is incredibly helpful and helping people who are understandably anxious feel connected. So that was group number two. Community number three, it's called Renee's Reading Club. So this is another Facebook community, and I love this community. Um, it's a reading, it's, it's all about reading and books and book recommendations. It's a community where members freely share questions, opinions, and book recommendations with each other. All of the posts I've seen have been welcoming, accepting, and sharing of information and knowledge. And again, now that everyone's concerned about the virus, people are sharing good recommendations on books to read that aren't about outbreaks, but are about good stories that will help readers clear their heads and feel happier when dealing with a stressful world around them. Great community. Okay. Community number four. And this kind of is my newest online love. It's been something that I've... Um, been part of for a few months now and it's called crushing iron uh it's a podcast again about triathlon triathlons and training for distance events um it's a podcast and a facebook group they also go by the name c26 the hosts are a couple of guys named mike and robbie and they're just amazing and yeah the premise is triathlons but what i really like is it's more than that. It's about life and how life and fitness intersect. 
It is a judgment-free zone that's focused on being kind to yourself when training and dealing with the stresses of life. So whether you're training for a triathlon or your first 5K or a half marathon or a long bike ride or whatever it is, this group can totally captivate you because it's not about how to run faster with these five quick tips. It's about being kind to yourself and using training as a way to enhance your life. I've seen this group become even closer as they support each other through anxiety and certainty about how to train where to exercise, how to safely swim, etc. with the virus. Again, a community that is close and has become closer in a time of need. So here's my point in highlighting these four communities. There are communities out there. Hopefully, mediocrity can be one of them that can help you cope with the stress that exists during challenging times. Just by being there, being respectful, being caring, and being supportive. So with that, here's my wrap-up. First, I want to again thank all of the guests who've agreed to have conversations with me on the podcast so far. I do have a hope for many more great conversations in the future, and yes, I already have some more episodes in the can, as they say. And, you know, after speaking to a number of you, we're going to continue to post and record podcasts. I, I thought about stopping because of the, the virus fears. And frankly, the feedback I've gotten has been unanimous. Keep going. We need a distraction. We need a community to rally around. So I've got these conversations uh, lined up. I'm going to keep having them and keep posting them. Second, I want to once again thank my son, Max, of Maxwell Q Productions, for my catchy intro and outro music. And I, I want to thank him again because I've had at least 10 people say to me, I love the intro and outro music to your podcast. So thank you, Max. Third, I want to thank my son, Aaron, the host of the Festival Freaks podcast. He created my cool, lo- he, he, he created my cool logo, but he also introduced me to and coordinated with Jessica, of the Radiate Positivity Project for my first foray into merch, as apparently it's called, for producing my Meet Mediocrity stickers. If you want a Meet Mediocrity sticker, send me an email at meetmediocrity at gmail.com. Send me your address and I'll send you a sticker. Okay, finally, if you enjoy Meet Mediocrity, please subscribe to the podcast and please tell your friends. And please follow our daily posts on at Meet Mediocrity at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And may I please ask a favor. If you like our posts, please like them, comment on them, and share them with your friends. And last but not least, until next time, this has been Mediocre Mitch wishing you to be happy Stay positive, keep your anxiety and stress under control, and most importantly, be healthy and be well. Take care.